I'm not going to lie, we're looking kind of fly, sweet, eh? We're looking all right today. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021. Happy New Year, guys. We're here. Happy New Year. We did make it. We did. And um, we are bringing Snatch into the New Year for you all our lovely listeners um and starting with something a little bit more um just something a little bit spicy for the year another you get snatched episode with a couple of dilemmas but first of all <laughs> first of all you happy new year to you thank you very much happy new year to you too thank you what are this year's resolutions what are we what are we bringing for ourselves this year for 2021. I mean, so, you know what? I'm always, I don't really believe in New Year's resolutions because mm-hmm. like, you know, like I know there's obviously that statement, you know, new year, new me. No, you're exactly the same person you were five years ago. So I don't necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions because I I used to, but I break them quite a lot. So mm-hmm. I think that for me, it's just to be a better version of myself. But I try to do that every day, although that's quite <laughs> hard. Um, I definitely think that one of my, it's more focuses for the new year, right? Right. So mm-hmm. I think the focus is, is definitely like buying that flat. Here we go. Ooh, 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 buying ooh, that ooh. flat. Um, and then equally just being a little bit more stricter in terms of like my savings, because I think that's where you and others know that I can spend. Uh, so I'm just trying to kind of tighten that belt. Um, and then, yeah, just to be kind of like happier. Yeah. You know, just within the kind of like myself. But yeah, I don't really believe in new resolutions because as I said, like, I just think people break them. And I'm they just do. Like, no, no, yeah. So what about you? I'm not reading resolutions. I'm similar to you, actually. Maybe it's an air sign thing. Do you think it's an air sign thing? Like, Potentially. It could be the way that we think. But I'm always yeah. in the same kind of vein. I'm all, my New Year's resolution every year is to never be in the same place as I was last year. Not necessarily physically, yeah. but in a financial or yeah. uh, mental space. So I never give myself like a strict resolution. Because yeah. I just feel like actually it's either I've progressed into a new job or yeah. I've moved. Hopefully next year, moving, uh, we would like to buy a place. Fingers crossed. Oh, I'm going to say next year, we're in the next year. Oh my God. This, this is what I mean. It feels yeah, like 2021. 2021. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we are in the year. <laughs> so hopefully this year, fingers crossed to buy a place. Depending on the market, how the market goes. Um, I'm also doing at the moment 30 days no sugar. I'm doing How 30 days no sugar. I'm on day day three. We're doing absolutely. <laughs> okay. I have not touched sugar. I, like, I, it was getting ridiculous. The point yeah. for me was when I ate through a whole packet of all butter biscuits. Um, within two hours, they were gone. Um, okay. And also, a pack of candy kittens. Have you ever had them as well? They're hella. No, I have oh, yes. I know what they look like, but I've never yes. had them. I ate through a whole pack of them, plus copious amounts of um, juice, squash in one day. Yeah. I knew I well, had a problem. Yeah, no, absolutely. Deprivation will do that to you. So we're on day three. I'm actually doing well. We had headaches the first two days, yeah. but now this morning I'm feeling fresh as a daisy and Amazing. I'm hoping to make it to 30 days. But that's all I'm doing. You know, that's quite hard, you know. Did I tell you once I'd done, the, um, I'd done dry January? Oh yeah, I've done that. I, I remember you struggled. That, that was the hardest. That was the hardest challenge of my life. I'm not even going to lie to you. I'm not being. I'm being dead serious. It's painful. Like I've snapped my Achilles tendon. Like drinking no alcohol in January was painful. I know that sounds really, but you know what it was. I think it's because like obviously you have like the whole festive season and everyone mm-hmm. drinking, you're having a good time and you're eating lots, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it was such a cold stop. Like the first of January, I was just like, okay that's fine i could not drink on the first of january or the second let's say because yeah. let's give it i'm gonna be open and honest with you guys i was drinking into the first of january oh, right but come the second obviously i had stopped right and it was such a hard stop it was weird because obviously january is just the, the most depressing month of the year anyway and then you know you're trying to get over like your christmas woes um and then you have to go to the bar or go to the pub and like, all your friends are drinking like wine and pints and you're going up to the bar people are saying oh can i have a pint of orange juice and they're looking at you like what i like, can I have a pint of orange juice please with some lemonade in there it's awful oh and i said to myself, you know i never try that again it's not that hard i've done it a couple of times I think it's where I, I do like, you know, I think it's more around um, if I'm having dinner yeah, and I like to have a glass of wine with dinner. Mm. So I'm having water and that's fine. 
But then sometimes I might need a little nightcap. If I had a stressful day, then I would obviously unwind with a glass of wine. Now, that's not always the right thing to do because that's where people yeah. catch problems. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, like you think that you're having a glass and then by the time you blink, you've actually sunk the bottle. And then you go wow. to the corner shop to get another bottle. Wow. Um, that was a bad time of my life. Okay. But that, I see the reason why people kind of like get into that habit. It's and very I think easy. Yeah, that was the that was the issue. Like I couldn't like have wine to just unwind. So <laughs> doing it this January then? Absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know what? I'm too grown now. So I'm just like, let me enjoy my pleasures. Let's just enjoy yourself. So, yeah. Life is for living. Life is for living. Exactly. Um, We've got uh, a couple of dilemmas today to share that we've submitted. And hopefully Mm. um, we can give some advice that will help for your 2021. Because obviously Mm. we didn't help you in 2020, but here we are helping you in 2021. And hopefully this problem will resolve itself. So, Ewart, can you take it away with the first dilemma? Well, and guys, just to let you know that these dilemmas are really, really juicy. I love it. So yes. thank you very much for uh, sending them in. So the first one is this. Hi, guys. was wondering if I can get some advice on my career. I'm currently a student, so I still have some time. But every time I think about my career, I get super anxious about failure. Not to mention my degree subject is highly competitive and the average student secures their graduate job in their penultimate year. I'm trying to take steps to gain experience in that industry, but I get nervous and back out anytime there's an opportunity. Any advice as to how to deal with this would be much appreciated. Woo-woo, that is very juicy. That's a juicy big one. It's a very juicy big one. It's very, <laughs> very, very hard in the current climate because of everything that's going on. And I think that's adding more anxiety to yeah. people and their degrees um, because they're probably not getting, not to their own like fault, but they're probably not getting the best type of education right now because it's probably all online as well so you're not getting all the help that you could get i would mm. say it's hard to, it's hard to take that advice because hard to take this advice because you're probably thinking like yeah but you're not in it right now but do, um, it's controversial but degrees don't really mean much nowadays ah I said it my mum would kill me african mums everywhere they've fallen on the floor wailing it doesn't really mean as much as you think it is. Obviously, if your subject is a competitive subject or something where you actually need it. So, for example, being a doctor, being an yeah. accountant, any of those uh, subject specialisms where you actually need the degree to, to move forward, then absolutely. I say try the best that you can. It just sounds so awful. I think <laughs> I need to think about this one a little bit more. I went back to your master's at the grand old age of 30, you know, and I felt very, um, like yourself, I guess, very anxious. I had not studied for a long time. I came back into it and it was competitive because people obviously want to get their distinctions and they want to get the best and highest grade because I felt worried because I hadn't been in education for some time. I definitely utilized the um, graduate support that you can get. I think they like graduate teaching assistants and also the library academic um, support that you can get. I know it sounds so boring, but they are there specifically to help you write in an academic way so that you're able to finish your essays, do your dissertations on time. In terms of competitiveness with your fellow students, I'm going to have to ask you to just block it out. You're going to have to just ignore them. I know that it's like, it's very easy to get drawn into the conversation. Like, what did you get or how are you doing? And then you start having self-doubt. But to be honest, if you're sending a dilemma like this, it sounds like you're very driven. It sounds like you know what you want anyway. So mm-hmm. the focus is actually having to not listen to what others are saying. I don't even know if any of that made sense. But no, I think does, that's something, yeah. I've, something I've worked out with age because I went back to study at, at an older age. If you're younger than I am, it sounds really silly, but I definitely do say to just block out the out the extra noise. You don't need it and you will probably do well. In terms of industry, they're going to look at your degree, but they're also going to look at like your experience. So if you're able to get any experience outside of your degree, that will be very, very helpful. And they're also going to look at your confidence. Um, you know, fake it to make it. That's what I always say. They say in a job application, like, I don't know if you're a man or a woman, but women will see one thing on an application form and then not apply and be like, oh, I don't have that one thing and they won't apply. 
Whereas men will just be like, oh, I don't have that one thing. That's all right. I'm still, I got 90%. I'm just going to go for it. So I just say go for it, whether you're missing one thing off that list or not. But again, I don't know your profession. I don't mm. know. You help me out here. I feel like I'm just rambling. I don't know if I'm being helpful. No, no, no. I think you're definitely being helpful. And I think, you know what, the best advice I can give to this, um, for this listener, Zoma, is just give it a go and try mm. it. Because I think we've discussed like on previous episodes, um, the blocker, the main, the fundamental blocker to people's success is themselves. I'd, there are contributing factors in there, but I definitely think it's themselves. I think like your inner critic, it sounds like your inner critic is telling you that um, you're petrified of failure, but I think you need to understand that failure is a part of life and rejection is a part of life. So you sit in there and by you not applying, the only person that you're doing a disservice to is yourself. Mm-hmm. So I do feel that it's hard because I absolutely have been there. Just take the leap and take yeah. the jump because what's the worst that can happen? They're going to say no. But could you imagine if you would have got the, the uh, got somewhere in your career or got the job or, um, you know, or got onto a course, but you haven't because you haven't actually applied mm. or you haven't necessarily focused yourself. So I definitely think that, you know what failure is a part of life and I think you just need to just go for it like no one is going to help you to get there it is mm. down to you yeah. um and it's massively scary but I think it is part of it's part of yeah but it's part of growth yeah. as well um it's hard to obviously not know what the industry is because if it was in like the fashion industry the marketing industry or the hr yeah. industry then we could obviously give some advice but by us not knowing actually you know what the industry is it does make it really really difficult mm-hmm. um and i think i agree with you in terms of like you know what degrees are it is like going to university is more like a rite of passage now, right? Yeah. And actually, it doesn't necessarily mean anything. But I agree with you in terms of anything that you can do in order to get your foot in the door in your industry would be helpful. But even if you cannot, if you can get, if you are doing things outside of your degree, that allows you to gain transferable interpersonal skills and you can articulate that on your CV, on your application, or at uni or whatever, then absolutely you're winning. It doesn't really matter the location. It matters about, it's not what you do. For me, it's how you do it, if that makes sense. It does. Um, Because, yeah, I think a lot of people, and I get it, you do kind of get focused on, okay, cool, this is the industry, I need to be in this industry, and that's great. But you know what? I could, for example, um, People who work in fashion retail, all the managers are almost like, yeah, 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 they need to have fashion experience, they need to have fashion experience. Well, not really, because you can pull someone from Waitrose and they're able to deliver great customer service. Mm. It doesn't really matter what industry that you're in. It's about the skill and it's about the behavior that they demonstrate and how confident they are. Are they ambitious? Are they driven? Do they get the results, et cetera, et cetera? So I think it's more about a mindset. So I think, yeah, anything that you can get experience in that allows you to gain the transferable skills, I think that will boost your confidence and therefore you'll be able to. And if you can articulate it in the right way, um, then I think that that definitely, I think that you're winning. I agree. Um, but yeah, don't be afraid of failure. That would be definitely. kind of like my, yeah. I think, um, and just one last thing I, which I just remembered is that when you do graduate, even if you get an entry level job, please look for companies that are willing to um, expand your growth. So they'll give mm-hmm. you like courses and things. So you might not get, say you get a two, three, oh, two, three, a third, a third, two, two. Yeah. Damn, I two, went to uni as well. Two, two, yeah. <laughs> the coffee hasn't kicked in <laughs> if you got a third or a two two um and you end up with an entry-level job within your industry if you can find a company that is willing to help like pay for you to do courses yeah. you can top up and improve your experience um they might be even willing for you to go and do like another graduate um t- diploma to top up on your degree if you weren't if you weren't successful you didn't get the grade that you wanted so there's a lot of in tra- in-house training that can actually get you to the point where you want to be if you yeah. do not succeed in your degree. So I don't think the degree, I feel like degrees prepare you academically. They teach you how to read, they teach you how to write, they teach you the basic skills of the sector you want to go into. I did a fashion degree. Am I doing fashion now? Not really. I'm not making any clothes. I'm not doing any of that. But it taught me to have an eye for things. It taught me how to look for trends. It taught me to understand how things trickle down or trickle up within an, mm-hmm. um, within a market um, mm-hmm. and how trends are influenced, which I didn't wouldn't really know if I hadn't done it, I could have done a marketing marketing degree and got exactly the same skills, but I did fashion. So like you had said, 
it's transferable within areas. And then I went into teaching, which is completely different. And then I got skills from that and did that and moved into something else. So I think, don't think the degree is the end of the road. Life is a continuous lifelong journey, as they always say, isn't it? Like you're always bloody learning. You get tired, you're like, when's it going to end? Spiritual (laughs) self 2021. Definitely. It's a lifelong, what is it? It's It's not the destination, it's the journey. Yeah. Is that the quote? Yeah. So, I think so. Or if not, we'll just like claim that. it. Let's just claim it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. But yeah. But you know what? Another thing as well, again, sorry, just, just something that you just said that's reminded me. Um, a lot of organisations now uh, do apprenticeship schemes, yeah. right? So the government, the apprenticeship levy. Um, and if I'm honest, working in kind of the HR sector, I don't necessarily think a lot of organisations are capitalising on the apprenticeship levy because the business gets taxed, right? But the reality of it is, is that not a lot of people come forward. So yeah. I think if you can find an organization or like you know uh, after you graduate or from uni or if you decide to leave uni or whatever if you can find an organization that will fund you in that way then actually what you're able to do is still work for the organization it'll be kind of like entry level but you're still gaining the skills that you need in your particular industry um, and i think that's massively important because yeah as i said like the apprenticeship levy is so underused mm-hmm. um it's unreal so if you can find organizations that offer that as part of like their development kind of like program or that offer then actually that's another avenue for you to get into the industry instead of like going to uni doing obviously a degree mm-hmm. then coming out if you have to do a master's etc etc so yeah there's definitely other options but um we wish you all the best you got this you got this 2021 <laughs> you're gonna be a star you're gonna be a star <laughs> so, i hope that helps i hope so too i hope that helped um so we're gonna go over to the next uh dilemma um and then this one is around bear with me that's it okay cool um advice for someone in their mid-20s who's fucked their credit when they were younger as they didn't really understand but they want to improve and start being more financially responsible so what advice would you give to someone trying to i mean i um, totally fucked my credit <laughs> so we already discussed in the first i think it was the first episode that i'm a libra yeah. i like to shop give me a credit card give me an overdraft i'm all there so um i fucked my credit from going when i went to uni and i had a student credit card number one then i had a massive overdraft as well so basically when i started working properly all that would happen is my pay would just take my overdraft up, but never quite. So you never went above zero because it was just clearing. It's just basically was just making your overdraft go up, down, up, down, but never really um, clearing it. And the bank doesn't really care. As long as money's going back into the overdraft, they're not really bothered. But then when I um, decided to go back to university, for anybody that's done a master's at an old age before this uh, postgraduate loan came into place, you had to find that money yourself. So I had to stop working, right? And it was a choice. It was a choice. I hate my job anyway. So boy, we left and we quit. Um, And I had obviously some savings. And I managed to get a scholarship for the master's, so I didn't have to pay the fees. But they don't tell you about the life fees that you pay for because you still have rent and bills to pay for. So for the first time in about like 10, no, not 10 years, maybe like eight years, I was broke. And therefore, my credit went down shockingly from being like excellent to like poor really really poor um because i wasn't obviously working and i'm trying to study and at that point i'd even chosen i'd started off choosing part-time to the masters because i'm like okay i can work part-time but masters is very intense it's i I couldn't even do that i had to go back to full-time i thought do i do two years broke or one year broke latoya choose your lifestyle choice i can't be poor so we did one year so we're just supposed to be broke for one year which still had a massive dent on my credit score When I finished and got a first job, whatever, I was really in like stress on how to like sort, how to just fix it. Um, I spoke to Step Change, which is a debt debt charity to help me kind Mm -hmm. of manage my debts. And they did help me. They helped me kind of work out how I was going to pay back each debt. But to be honest, they're asking for minimal, they'll let you pay minimum payments, which is like nothing until you get your back on your feet, which is what I did at the beginning. And then once I got like a job that I was happy with that and I could afford it, I just contacted the people that I needed to pay. So like credit card overdraft. And I said, I want to pay this amount each month, like whack a large amount each month to pay off. So I am debt free. Praise the Lord. Um, Mm -hmm. Though we've got new debts now, but it's okay. Um, (laughs) It's a fresh one. 
a fresh credit card. So we, it's okay, we move. But I am debt free from that. And that has improved my credit score. If you don't have a credit card, um, sometimes you have bad credit because you don't have credit. It's really awful. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's weird, isn't it? So weird. You don't have like, I think even a phone bill because you can set up an Experian account mm-hmm. to see what your credit looks like. I also use Credit Karma, which is free. It used to be called Noddle. So Credit Karma. And they'll send you an alert every time your um, credit increases or decreases, your credit score increases or decreases, which is really helpful for me. And also will tell you what are the things kind of messing up your credit. So I don't know like how old you said you messed up in your mid twenties. Oh, you're someone in their mid twenties messed it up. So I feel like maybe you, do you have credit? How much credit? What credit are we talking yeah. here? Yeah. It's hard, <laughs> isn't it? It's hard. <laughs> what? And then if you were like me though, no, to be honest, to be honest, if you were like me, actually, yeah, your credit probably was fucked up. So I think, yeah, that's my advice. That's from a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know there's some really great financial advisors on like YouTube who can mm-hmm. maybe also help have proper tangible ex- advice, but that's what helped me. Um, yeah. And it's still not really where it was back from back then, but it's building. So I, I feel yeah. happy that we've, we're moving out. Of the poor, yeah. And you know what? To be fair, I think that you know, I think everyone's gone through this. I think that if you haven't necessarily, or a large proportion or percentage of people that I know have actually fucked their credit, like when they're younger. I think if you're not, because we're not taught that in schools. We're not taught about credit. We're not taught about savings. And actually, I think it was quite hard for me as well, growing up like a single parent family where like mum didn't really talk about finances because she was probably so worried about finances. She never used to talk about it. Mm. Um, And although, and it was weird, I think that it's not simply that sometimes it was a struggle, but then other times it wasn't. And I think when I got to like 18 and 19, when I took my gap year before going to uni, I mean, I didn't really achieve much um, my gap year, basically. Work full time, got into debt. Oh. Fuck my credit on nineteen, right? Yeah. Um, I think where I, I got super excited because I was getting that full time paycheck. I was just like, yeah, go out for drinks, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that I didn't really have a lot of control. And I think from nineteen to about twenty three, twenty four, um, obviously I was in debt. I was in debt with my credit card. I was debt with obviously a student um, mm-hmm. overdraft as well. Um, there was times where I had to. I was working part time, and I had to use my student loan to pay off for my student overdraft because they had mm-hmm. sent me those letters over the saying, "You better come and pay back your overdraft." Yeah. Um, and I had to use that machine at loan to pay off for that. And I remember like, using my part-time paycheck, which wasn't much at the time, yeah. to pay for my rent that month. So wow. I was I had like £90 to live off of for the month. That didn't work. I had to borrow money from friends, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So it was quite tough. Um, but I think the best thing that you could do is basically, I, I, the best advice that I would probably give is, really kind of calculate all your debts and actually how much you actually have mm. um, and then work out basically a payment plan to your point letters and mm. as you contact the people that you need to pay back, if it's your credit card, if it's this person, them loan charts, you know, but Wonga, <laughs> Wonga, 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 yeah, yeah then payday loans, payday loans. All, you know, then payday loans. Um, <laughs> if you haven't, like, I think you need to contact them and just set up basically a payment plan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once you get yourself into the clear, I definitely think that like, your phone bill is something that will allow you to basically build back your credit. Mm. Um, and then if there's anything that you can, if there's any other bills that you might if you can change the name of some bills, so if it's in your name and then you mm. pay that back. So if you still live at home or you don't, um, if you get the more bills that you have in your name yeah. and you pay that back on a monthly basis, I think that supports. Um, and then I feel, what did I do? I mean, I had like, I think after I finished uni, I still had like, I, for some reason, I got myself into like five, six, seven grand debt, actually. Wow. Um, I think I was like 27. Uh, I can't remember. Can't remember. But anyway, I have seven grand debt. Um, and yeah, I just had to just bite the bullet and just pay that, yeah, pay off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was monthly repayments. But the only thing is, when you're doing monthly repayments, that's on your credit card. It was all on a credit card, right? Mm-hmm. Just keeping up to date with the monthly repayments. But these times that I calculated, I wouldn't be debt free till like 2030 or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> but I was just like, you know what? Over lockdown last year, I was like, but fuck it, cleared it. That Amazing. was literally, it, well, it wasn't amazing. I was scared to press that button, you know, to confirm that payment. 
a hundred percent. I was so scared to confirm my payment. Like, you know, when I was, I had to actually ask my friend, right? Ian, good friend, longest friend. We're in the pub and I've got the amount to pay off the credit card on the app. My finger is trembling. Wow. I don't want to do it, Ian. I don't want to do it. Ian was just like, you would do it. He was like, come on, you're going to feel better. I was just like, that's a lot of money coming out of my account. I can't do it. I paid it. Done. Well <laughs> done. But then what you need to do is that if you do have a credit card as well, as Martin, is Martin Lewis? Yeah. Martin Lewis, as he always said, and said, if you're paying, pay for something, pay it off in full. Pay for something, pay it off in full. Mm. Pay for something, pay it off in full. Because although I am now debt free, I don't, I think by me paying off such a large lump sum, mm-hmm. and if I don't use a credit card, then that doesn't build up my credit. So I don't yeah. actually know what my credit score is, mm. but I do need to build it back because actually I've had quite a large sum of debt on my credit yeah. card for such a long period of time. So like anything that I can do to almost like, you know, build back up that credit score, that would be great. But I think, yeah, the first thing is almost consolidate, look at your debts, consolidate, okay, how much can you actually um can you pay off mm. um what can you afford to if you can consolidate them into one debt and then actually do your monthly repayments i think that's mm. cool as well because some people will have like three four credit cards and this is going out when actually if you can put it on one credit card and then pay off monthly yeah then i think that makes it easier um and then i think definitely try and if you cannot i appreciate that but savings is such a must mm. it's such a must even if it's like 10 pound here 20 pound there like i cannot trust you enough how important savings are mm. um and even if if you are like me who really struggled to save because you're live i was living paycheck to paycheck um definitely set up there's an app that i use called chip doing a bit of PR here for Chip. The Chip is a uh, online like app savings account. And basically it goes into your, it's hooked up to your online banking and it will take um, a certain particular percentage of money every like, you might take it like twice a week or once a week, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And then you can tell it what type of level saver you want to be. So if you want to be five, they're basically going to come in and be taking that 200 pound in it like every month. Mm. Um every week but you can do like a level three and it will go in and take 27 pounds or 30 pounds and it all depends on how much you're spending because the ai basically talks to it and that's really really cool because actually you don't really see it that's don't really good so, and then if you when you look at your app as well like within like a month you'll probably have like 200 pound and you don't actually see the 200 pound come out of your account so i mm. definitely encourage people to look at kind of those online um those app savings accounts because yeah. i think that could be a lot of support as well that'd be really good i, I forgot to add help. i was just gonna say i forgot to add about experian which i'm gonna try out i think they have a new uh i want to say a new plot a new thing oh god the words yeah. are not today basically where they can hook up your bank account to Experian. Mm. it depends on the kind of bank it is so you know you were saying about paying off bills it can hook yeah. up to your bank account basically so where you're paying off bills it will build up your credit in that way because it has like direct access to the bills that you're paying through your bank account something like that yeah. Yeah. um i'm gonna try it out myself to see if it makes a bigger difference um because obviously i can see what bills are on there but i don't think it's got every bill it's got like some mm. bills but i don't think every bill's coming through so i'll try that out i'll let you go on a, let you guys know in a future episode if it worked for me building up my credit especially when you want to get a mortgage but anyway yeah god, god. adulting adulting i hate it <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> okay well we hope that um that helped guys and um, we hope we hope that that helped uh our, our listener just now um but yeah if you need any more kind of like advice or anything else feel free to obviously reach out to us um but we're going to move over to the next um dilemma and this one is again quite a juicy one this dilemma is this an estranged friend of mine recently came back into my life after a couple of years of being away um apologies for why the friendship broke down were exchanged but now they want to rekindle should i or not uh when we were friends we were good it was fun and great but when we were bad it was very toxic and i don't want to go down that path again what are your guys thoughts keep in your vision but keep at a distance that's my advice sometimes I know, me and my scriptures, innit? Sometimes. Where do you actually, you know what? Not being funny, I think you should just start recording these scriptures, like, on a, on a notebook, 
right? I think we might start, need to start sending it as merchandise. <laughs> but that's what we need to do. Let's do it. Go ahead. Honestly, keep in your vision, but keep at a distance. Um, sometimes with some friends, it's not every time. I feel like, I think we talked about this before, like the, the length of the friendship doesn't necessarily um, define the quality of the friendship. You could have been friends with someone for 10 months and it's a really great friendship. You could be friends with someone for 10 years and it's a really poor friendship. I think sometimes we have a tendency to sometimes to stay friends with people out of stay friends with people out of like loyalty maybe or it's easy it's comfortable and like you said the friendship became very toxic um and there's a reason why you stop talking so you've apologized you've exchanged apologies with each other um you know the good times might come back but have you actually talked about how are you going to resolve whether those when those bad times come back? So when there's a situation where that person has said something to you, because sometimes you might have a friend who might say something to you in quite a flippant way. They think yeah. it's a joke. They don't really know your boundaries in that way because you've got comfortable with just being like, oh, I don't want to upset my friend. I don't want to upset my friend. So they've said something to you and actually it's very, very upsetting, but you kind of hold it inside. You don't respond to it. You just go, okay, I'm going to go with the flow. And actually I, I read that sometimes going with the flow is actually more toxic to yourself. Sometimes when you don't speak up and say, this is upsetting me. And I, I have been that person where actually like I've had you know, friends where they do stuff to me and it's really hurt. It's really hurtful. Um, but I don't say anything. I just kind of just go with the flow and then suddenly, <laughs> and I'm a ghost star. So when at that point I've just had enough, I'm like, bye, see ya. But I'm not saying that's right. I just think people, <laughs> sorry, people become estranged sometimes for a reason. Um, people are there for a season. That's how, how I see it. And if they're there for that part of your life, you learn your lesson keep them around, be acquaintances, you know, meet up for lunch now and again. But I mm. sometimes believe that that season has passed unless it's like a natural thing where sometimes, you know, you drift apart from people and maybe you're just, your lives have gone in different directions and then you come back together. That's very different to actually your friendship was super toxic. I don't see why you would let that toxic toxicity back into your life. I, I don't understand it. Be free, mm. be free. Don't, don't do it to yourself. That's my advice. <laughs> I think it depends on, I think for me, I, I want to understand uh, the context as to reasons why the friendship broke down. Because mm. I think the context is massively important. Sure. Um, and equally, how long you guys were friends beforehand. So I know that obviously, you know, I, we, we know that the tenure of your friendship really makes it irrelevant to actually mm -hmm. the quality of your friendship. And we, mm -hmm. we're, we're aligned on that. But I do feel that, yeah, how long were you guys friends beforehand? But, but because for me, two years is a long time. Mm. Two years is a very long time for your relationship to break down. Two years has happened. Like a lot has probably happened in both your lives that you guys have not been privy to. It. So it's all good in, in the hoods when, you know, you want to rekindle a connection. Mm. But I, I would challenge... Um, I, I I would challenge how genuine that connection is going to be, yeah. if I'm honest, yeah. because two years is a long time. A lot has happened in two years. Uh, as I said, that you guys are not necessarily privy to. So why all of a sudden are you guys trying to recap? Why is that person reaching out to you? Mm. Um, what have they got to gain? Yeah, fair enough. They can apologise and that's great. But I do think a conversation needs to be had in terms of, yeah, how the relationship got to this and what you guys need to do in order to stop the relationship going back there again. I think for me, two years, a lot's changed. So yeah. let's just really be open and transparent. This is, will be, if you want to, I could be cordial with that person. I can say hello, et cetera, et cetera, have a conversation, but let's be really open and honest. We're not going to go back to where we were before. Yeah. So it's not going to happen because it's been two years. And yeah. I think that I am quite cutthroat when it comes to that. Like I think we've discussed in one of our previous episodes that I can cut people off quite quickly mm. um, because I don't really care enough for the relationship anymore because too much time has gone on. Yeah. Too much time has passed. So I just don't know if it's something, there's something about that, that just don't, don't sit right with me. Let's yeah. And I'll take it. My spirit, I'll take it. I'm sorry. No, it's true. Because when people, Maya Angelou has always Tevin and said, I don't know if I'm going to quote her. And I've always, she's like one of my favorites, right? And I've quoted her before and I'll quote her again. When people show you who they are, believe yeah. them. Absolutely. Believe them. Yeah. And if a person showed you who they were and the relationship got toxic and they have not been in your life for two years, if it's two weeks, if it's two months, 
okay, but two years and mm. now they want to come back into your life. I think you just need to tread carefully. Definitely. No, don't take people for idiot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, definitely. I, I, even just reading this, I'm like, I could think of about five people that exactly. this, this applies to. Um, and some of them, actually, you know, I wish them all well. Do your thing, boo. Live your best life. I don't need to know what's going on. I don't particularly, I'm not interested because actually when you think about it, when I really deep the situation, when I read this dilemma, I can think of a few people, even when we were friends, there was just times when I was just like, does this person even like me? You know, you're like, are you, do you actually even like me as a person? Because I feel like I'm being subtly disrespected here. And I'm not really sure what I'm doing quite wrong because I'm trying to, I'm, I'm a kind of, it's not always great, but I'm sometimes I'm just a keep the peace person. Like I, I like your positives for for me might outweigh your negatives. So I'm going to, mm. I'm going to keep this train going. But when mm. it's getting to the point where actually you're continuously dis- disrespecting me, we, we have a, we have something to discuss here. And if you're actually not going to take accountability and also the fact of the matter is you might be disrespecting me or being slightly shady because I've done something to you. So why don't you just tell me what it is? That's that's mm. how I feel. I feel like just tell me what it is or just be upfront. Up you don't want to be my friend anymore. You don't want to speak to me. You don't want to do... Okay, just tell me what it is. Because at mm. least then I can make an informed decision about what is it is going forward. But where you have like... Sometimes you have shady people or people who don't want to be upfront because they just want to keep you in their life so they can just sort of know what's going on. You know, surveillance and support. Two different yeah, things. Yeah, 100%. So I, I agree with you. I don't really know what this person wants. I think dash them away. Um, I agree. So dash, dash it away. Dash yeah. it away. Something. And I know it's going to be, again, like I think some people, some people do believe in second chances. I'm not telling to say, you know what, I think everyone deserves a second chance, yeah, but yeah. people deserve a second chance after two months. People don't deserve a second chance after two years. Yeah. Sorry. And equally, I think you need to understand what was your contribution to the reasons why the relationship actually turned toxic. Yeah. Because clearly... If a friendship turns toxic, is it actually a is it a friendship that you guys had? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I feel that there's been times where in the past I have had friendships that have broken down. Mm-hmm. Do I feel that there's been friendships that has become really toxic to the point where I've lost myself and actually I've contributed toxicity to the friendship probably but then I would challenge actually was it a friendship after all Mm. because if a person can make me behave in that way then clearly that person's not good for me amen that person's not good for me I 100% agree you're pulling me out of myself yeah exactly and I think when you start to when if your if your personal integrity is being challenged or you're struggling to keep control then I, I, yeah, no, I'm not here for it. <laughs> Tell him to wear. You has preached to the choir. I, yeah. I've preached I to the choir, I, listen. Honestly, I've, I've been there. I don't know if you're a girl or a guy. I've been there. Don't do it to yourself. Honestly, like you just, you, you even end up even more upset than the first time round because like if they do it again, you're like, oh, what happened? Why, why are we back here in terms of friendship? Why is this going? People sometimes just want to pre. If they want to pre, Go make a fake Instagram mm. account. Go make a fake Facebook account. Pre from a distance. Talking to me is not going to give you the information that you require. So, you know, keep it all sweet. Keep the niceties mm. nice. But in terms of, like, rekindling the friendship, I, again, unless there was, unless there's no toxic reason, I don't see why you would bother. Like, if it's just, like, you moved away from each other or whatever, that's fine. But where it's, like, toxic, hell to the no. Keep your energy clean. Keep it clean. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. They no. don't. They're not giving you breath. They're not giving you no. life. They don't pay your bills. No. So I don't like. Sometimes it's it's okay to cut the cord, and it's actually okay to stand Absolutely. by the decision that you make. I know sometimes it can feel quite awkward for people and be like, "Oh, you know what? Like, you don't want to be become the bad guy." Except, no, it's actually about self preservation. And I think once you have that balance, then that that's okay. Like, if you're intentionally going out to be a bitch and dismantle that person, right? And let them know you've hurt me, did it, did it, and clean it over it. Like, I think there's a difference between you be like, you know what? I'm okay with actually what we have. This is the framework or how we're going to operate. You can choose to yeah. be on the bus or off the bus, but either way, 
this, this is my reality in it. So it, 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 it's, it's to make a decision, be on the bus or be off the bus. Get <laughs> <laughs> on the pork chop. <laughs> so I'm using pork chop and RuPaul's Drag Race. I love that show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, dear, that is oh, dear. <laughs> we have one more dilemma we wanted to share. Yes, we wanted to share. Um so I how do you deal with like flaky friends in like 2021? How do you deal with flaky friends in 2021? <laughs> I don't have the energy or the space for it. Let me rephrase that again I think it's similar to the last question in terms of like the length of time or the tenure or not sorry tenure doesn't relate to the quality so it depends on the quality of the the relationship if they've been flaky from the beginning then that to me I I could not entertain it any further in 2021 that is just not for me if it's like a recent flakiness like for example it does happen sometimes people get into relationships and they sort of disappear you don't really hear from them or they've got like where we've been in lockdown for most of 2020 actually i was getting in my feelings where i felt i felt that friends were being flaky or wasn't really hearing from them but actually i think we kind of all were but actually we were all going through this we still are going through the you know pandemic pressures so actually you might isolate yourself or whatever and just not really be around that's a very different scenario if you're talking about friends where like you make plans and they flake or they um they say that they're gonna call you and uh, you don't hear from them or whatever that sort of stuff for me i am a ghoster like i said before so i just don't have time you're just not gonna hear from me i'm just gonna go i'm not gonna invite you know where i'm finished but if the friendship is important to you, I think that it's important to discuss with the person and say, do you know what, actually? And I've been I've been called out by people like saying like, well, you've not um, you haven't organized this properly or you haven't done that properly. And, you know, I find that really irritating that mm. I've been of that. So I've had to amend my behavior accordingly because I know that with that specific friend, they need to hear that the plan is in place for this or they need to know that what I'm doing because they need that reassurance yeah. and I'm happy to give it. Um, where with other friends, if you're equally sort not sort of flaky, but it's a bit like, oh yeah, if we don't meet, it's not a problem or if we don't go here, it's not a problem. That's very different because you're both on the same page. Mm. I think you have to have the discussion with the person um, and ask them and say to them, that's really pissed me off. Like you've actually annoyed me on this occasion, that occasion. Is there a reason? What's going on? Do you not want to like speak on the phone? Do you not want to hang out? Have you got some problems going on at home? If the reason is crap, because it could be crap. It could be just like, oh, oh yeah, sorry. Or like, oh, I didn't really think that was going to be a problem. Or like, why are you getting so upset about it? Because you're wasting my damn time. That's why I'm getting Mm -hmm. upset. Cut them off. New year, new me. I want to lose weight. Lose a friend. (laughs) <laughs> why carry you know what my back cannot carry the friendship any longer <laughs> I am now free <laughs> if you say new year new me my back can't carry the friendship any longer yeah. wow again okay. another, another thing to put in the merchandise book oh, amazing <laughs> I love it I love it I love it um, yeah no you know what I think definitely a conversation needs to would need to happen um, in order to ascertain uh, is there any issues um, before you then kind of like choose the appropriate course of action Um, because yeah I have been that flaky friend I'm not going to lie Mm. Um, and yeah, I have been called out on the communication. I'm not a great communicator. I said that in the introduction episode before, again, quite similar to you, I had to amend my behavior. I still struggle sometimes because sometimes yeah. I, I just don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want people ringing up my phone. I don't want to do, I don't want to be on my WhatsApp group and the pages popping. I don't want it. So sometimes I would just leave the message unread for two days, three days, and I'll come back and be like, guys, sorry, I had to take a break. I should just turn in and say in that moment in time, guys, I'm not responding because I'm having a break. So everything's fine. We're good. I'll come back, et cetera, et cetera. But you know what? In that moment, when you're in your state, your head, you just don't want to do it. So I'm not justifying that behavior. I'm just saying people deal with it quite differently. Um, but yeah, if the person has, if, if, if the friend is, uh, recently, starting to become quite flaky. I think definitely a conversation needs to to 
be had in order to yeah find out like what is going on and then yeah just call it out so if it's bs then yeah just call it out um but then i think always go in to seek to understand because if you seek to understand right then straight away you're trying to you're showing empathy you're being curious so aka you're trying to engage with the person as well and therefore you can go have a conversation if you don't seem to understand that's how you get yourself in trouble because mm. you might start running before you actually have all the facts so mm. if one one takeaway for 2021 i like that see- one to understand, see, yeah. to understand. And as we said in the last episode, you know, we move to improve. <laughs> That's right. And if it but, means chopping off a friend. I mean, yeah, this is it. Chop it off. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Dead weight, man. Like, I mean, to be honest, if they're fully, like, sometimes, as I said, and there might be other stuff going on with that person. So, of course, like, it's easy to take it personally. I have like, it's easy to take it personally. Like what is the reason? Why, why, why am I not hearing from them? Why are they, why are they canceling on plans? It's very easy to take it personally, but if they're your friend, I think they'll tell you openly and honestly, this is what's going on. I've, I've found it difficult. Oh, X, Y, Z has happened. And then you can go forward from that. And that's yeah. if the, that is if the quality of your friendship is strong enough to have that conversation because some friends you cannot have that conversation their back is up against the wall immediately as soon as you say what's going on and those are the ones that i have chopped out chopped because i just i cannot waste my breath i did not be i was not put on god's green earth to waste the limited oxygen i have in my (laughs) body (laughs) <laughs> to articulate and explain to you why you are shit. That's not my. That's not my. That's not my portion. Okay. Yeah. So at this point in time, we just exit stage left. Yeah. I'm done. I, I'm sorry. The friends that I have, I love them to death, and those are the friends that I'm riding with until the wheels fall off. Yeah. If you are one of those people that I have cut out, Godspeed. God bless. Nothing personal. <laughs> but you were shit friend. End of. I'm sorry. You were a shit friend. You were a shit friend. You yeah. were not around when I needed you to be there. Like you were shit. So you had to go. And if if any of those ex friends are listening and they feel that they want to take that up person with me, I'm fully prepared to have the conversation. But just know your wig will be snatched. So it's up to you if you want to have it or not. Because I will tell you X, Y, Z why you shit. Shots fired. I'm from South London. Thank you. <laughs> And good night. And good night. <laughs> no, but I definitely think that, that I hope that I think that helps me <laughs> with uh, a situation. Um, and I think it's helped um, our listeners also. <laughs> I'm screaming. Sorry. You might be all peace and love, so it might not really be for you if you're all peace and love. I'm sorry. Um, you might really want to talk it out, but I mean, oh. This 2021, we have already lost a year of our lives. Let's let's just say 2020 is the lost files. Yeah, we've lost a year. It's true. You know what? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because I'm not going to lie, Miss Rona really did come like that. I mean, I'm going to call out Officer Rona, right? The reason I call out Officer Rona is because Officer Rona was operating like she was an officer in the airport. You know, airport security, right? She told everybody, listen, everyone, empty your pockets, empty your phones, your keys, your wallets, your hopes and dreams. You don't need your passport because you ain't going nowhere. Everything locked down. Officer Rona. Court, I told us everyone to settle. Like we did lose a lot of ourselves, our yeah. belongings, our loved ones. So I agree with you. You know what? Like 2021, it's just to move and improve. Like, yeah. and if as long as you're as long as you're not maliciously going out to, with negative intent, right? And if yeah. your intent is pure and your intent is your truth, then don't let anybody else tell you otherwise. Don't let anybody exactly. else you otherwise. Like, you know what? It is about, like, everyone regaining about some sort of, like, normality or control mm-hmm. and people being happy, seeing and connecting with people that really add value to your life. And I mm-hmm. think it is around, actually, this year going forward, another focus um, is just around mm-hmm. to surround yourself and do things that add value to your inner, to your being. So when you turn in and say, elevate your source, is it elevate your source? Activate your source. Activate your source. Yeah. Activate your source. Yeah, I think it's definitely around, yeah, surrounding yourself with things and doing things and surrounding yourself with people that allow you to do that. Um, Absolutely. So, yeah. A flaky friend will not 
will not do that for you. They're not interested in in giving you, or maybe you don't even need that much for, from them. You might just want something small from them. But I don't. If they're not, if it's such a, if it's becoming such an issue, then it might be time to just kind of be like, do you know what? I'm I'm happy to let that go. Mm-hmm. And then maybe like, if the friendship is is important enough when they've kind of realized that actually it's, it is causing you upset and pain, mm-hmm. then they might actually come back and be like, you know, I was really sorry. I'm really sorry. Yeah. I, like, I didn't really understand that that was upsetting you as much as it was. I will make sure that I do X, Y, and Z so that that doesn't happen in the future. And if it does happen again, pull me up on it. That's yeah. my response. anyway. I'm just like, just tell me and I'll just fix up myself. Cause it's very easy to get into yourself, but I agree with you. It. We seek to understand. And, um, <laughs> I'm using that every day. I like it because I think it's very true. I think we're very in our feelings and then we don't even want to try and listen to the other side. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as, as I said, we've lost a lot of 2020. So this is not the year to be having unnecessary fallout if you don't need to. Mm-hmm. And also it's really important, like you said, to keep the people around you that really elevate you and make you feel yeah, good about yourself for sure for sure and you just so you turn in and said something something reminded me another kind of like key takeaway so yeah obviously <laughs> seem to understand but then equally uh i think we need to change the narrative of our heads as well because i do feel that as naturally as individuals we judge ourselves based on our intent but we judge others based on their behavior so actually mm. seek to understand first because that allows you to ascertain their intention that is driven the mm. behavior that people see right mm. but naturally you will always judge others based on what they show you so their behavior right so going back to if you seek to understand first and you understand that the intention is fuckery then obviously like you have enough in it and i know that basically that point might have contradicted what i previously termed and said is when people show you who you are believe them right but actually if you seek to understand and understand the intention behind their nonsense and they're acting with shagri then absolutely mm-hmm. cut them the fuck off yeah but people who matter then actually i would tell them to say you could judge them based on their intention not their behavior but yeah. never never that don't matter cut them off <laughs> I can't do a Jamaican accent, so dash, dash away. away. Dash away. Dash away. Yeah. <laughs> dash away. Okay. I'm not gonna attempt to do I'm not gonna attempt, but dash away. Um that's what you need to <laughs> that's what you need to <laughs> Oh dear. Go oh dear. I know. Here is to 2021. Um, we hope to answer more dilemmas this year. So please do send them in to us because we're happy to answer them in our way. It might be helpful, might even bring up more questions. But, you know, we have um, a wealth of life experience that yeah. might be able to support you. <laughs> and if it doesn't, just say that was shit. You know, honesty is everything. It's just true. let us know. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So, so from us to you again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year, guys. Um, wishing you a wonderful day. And that is us out. So cool. see you soon. See you later. Bye. Bye. See ya.